Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I'm your host, Dave, and I hope that you all checked out the preview episode of the Audible Interlude Podcast, the all-new G.I. Joe Podcast that is going to be dropping monthly as part of the Needless Things family. It will show up in your feed. Uh, I kind of looked into ways to have the different shows in their own like feeds. So maybe if you just want the main show, which I can't imagine you're not wanting every bit of Needless Things content you could possibly get into your ears, but maybe you just want the main show and you're not interested in execute chapter 66 which talks about the star wars expanded universe not just of the past but of the present uh or maybe for some odd reason you don't like gi joe and you don't want to hear audible interlude the all new gi joe podcast but it would cost me more money to separate the shows and until i have more money coming in it's just not feasible. So as soon as uh, I'm making more than nothing off of the podcasts and the YouTube. Oh, by the way, did I mention there's a Needless Things YouTube channel where you can check out unboxings that are really video reviews, but I call them unboxings because that's the word, the hot word. I don't know that it's really doing me any good, but whatever. Uh, go over there and subscribe and check those videos out. I'm very proud of the way that I'm doing them. I like them. Uh, I think they could be a little fancier, but again, uh, you have to measure effort versus income if you if you pick up what I'm putting down. Uh, so anyway, uh, the new Audible interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast, the preview episode is available right now. Uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcast. Same place you got this podcast. And myself, Christian Allen, and our friend Noel Wood, uh, we are the hosts of the show, three lifelong G.I. Joe fans. And with this episode, we just break down Hasbro's newly relaunched G.I. Joe website. We, we take a look at the characters that they're spotlighting, the history of G.I. Joe. We just kind of bounce around the site and check out what Hasbro's done and speculate on what it all means. Uh, it, it's not indicative of the format of audible interlude but it does give you a sense of the bond and the and the way that we talk about gi joe so it's a nice little sampler but if you want the real thing the first episode of audible interlude a gi joe podcast will be available monday july 6th again wherever you get your podcasts wherever you got this podcast so please check it out and uh do share spread the word leave reviews do all the stuff you know you should do if you enjoy a piece of entertainment because that's how everything grows and gets bigger and maybe someday gets split up into their own feeds because the guy that pays for all the hosting can afford to expand in a different way because i'll tell you right now i'm not paying for a business account because baby this ain't a business this is real life 
I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, but before we go any further with, with all of that, I got a few other things to discuss. Uh, but first, let's hit on some news. Uh, wear masks when you go out. Don't attend gatherings of people larger than, what, 10? Don't, don't attend large gatherings of people. And black lives still matter, will always matter, and that's an important message, and we can't forget George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and these other victims who were murdered because of the color of their skin. And that's a fact And the bottom line, and that's all the news. Now, I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking, Dave, oh, we don't come here for political stuff. We come here for entertainment and fun, and I understand that. And believe me when I tell you I think a lot about what kind of real-world stuff I bring into this show. Uh, But those things are not political. Those things are being a responsible member of society. Uh, Well, that's it. That's really all, all of those things I just mentioned. Uh, wearing a mask, not going out to gatherings unless you absolutely have to, are just be safe. Why not be safe? Be as safe as you possibly can, and, and not for your own safety. What if you're carrying this thing and you don't know it, and you spread it to, to somebody's granny? Like, just there's no reason. There's no reason not to be as careful as we can possibly be. And then uh, Black Lives Matter, obviously, they, they still do. This message is still important. And I know uh, a massive amount of time has passed. A, a good, uh, what, three, three, four weeks now uh, since things really hit the fan. And, and that's in modern terms in, in our media cycle. It, it's ancient history now, and we can't forget. So I've, every once in a while I've promised myself I, I'm going to bring these things back up. I'm going to mention them in some way because I do feel like it's things that we need to think about. And, and if you don't agree with me saying these things, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say get the heck out of here. I'm just going to say think about it. Just think about what I said and really consider how agreeing with me is possibly in any way a bad thing. Just think about that. And, and now we'll talk about some entertainment. So I wish I had, you know, that news was fairly serious news. I wish I had the normal crop of, like, pop culture news that I usually have uh, to open the show up. One, we cover a lot of it in this week's, in the meat of this week's episode, because this week's episode, originally, it was going to be a really cool spotlight on a collector from Australia. You'll be able to hear that next week, because our head of research, I, I spoke to, to Ryan and I said, there's been a lot of toy stuff lately. And he was like, yeah, right. We should talk about it. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all of the crazy toy releases, pre-orders, releases, everything else, all the toy news from the past really about a month. Uh, we're going to take a look at everything, talk about what's cool, talk about maybe what's not as cool. And uh, that it, it ended up being an episode, as I knew it would be, because we can just talk about toys and, and also... The toy episodes have been doing so well lately. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback since we've been, uh, you know, I can't really say it's intentional. 
it's just kind of how things are working out now that the show has been a lot more toy centric than you know maybe it traditionally has been there and that's always been a cornerstone of needless things but just lately it seems like i i guess that's sort of the one thing that's consistent because even though we're trapped at home we can still get online and and shop and still you know you have to go to the store so look i'm not gonna lie if i need um if i need groceries and i have to make a choice between going to target or going to kroger I'm going to go to Target because I can run over to the toy aisle. I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm not trying to play all high and mighty with the mask, the don't go out thing. Uh, But, you know, I'm human. We're all human, which is why we got to look out for each other as best we can. Uh, So, yeah, that's half of the news is just the toy stuff that we end up talking about in the meat of the episode. And really, there's just not much else. There's no movie news right now. Nothing interesting is going on. Like, stuff's getting announced, but it's so... Uh, so far off in the future so what could change between now and then like I, I read that Michael Keaton is coming back to play Batman in the Flash movie the Flash movie are you kidding me I think is that thing really ever going to happen uh, what other there are a couple other weird things Ben Affleck is coming back uh, apparently uh, Ray Fisher who played Cyborg in Justice League and, and who was great I, I really wanted to see more of him uh, I still hope to see more of him uh feels that he was he and possibly other people were treated very poorly by joss whedon on the set of justice league that hasn't been corroborated yet by anyone that i've seen and i'm not you know i'm not doubting the guy i don't know joss whedon i don't i i I love his work but i don't know the guy maybe he was a horrible person on justice league i don't know maybe we'll find out maybe we won't uh it doesn't change the fact that a flash movie is not coming out it's just not just stop i would love to see michael keaton as you know old man bruce i think we've talked about that for years and years and years not we like here on the show but we as a uh, as pop culture enthusiasts in society have thought about that possibility i think it's cool i'd love to see it but it's come on it's not going to happen uh and that that's there's just not a lot of concrete news because right now nothing is concrete constantly in motion the pop culture is uh so yeah just enjoy this kind of slice of conversation this is a conversation that ryan and i might have had just over you know the phone or whatever although we did have a list to help us out with everything that we wanted to talk about because there's so much freaking toy stuff lately i'm i'm sick and i say this during the show so i apologize for repeating it and I've, you know what? I might have even said it in the past few weeks here. I'm so tired of pre-ordering things. I want things. I, I want to have things. I'm sick of pre-ordering things. Although I got the new G.I. Joe figures, which, by the way, if you head over to the Needless Things YouTube channel and subscribe now, there are toy reviews of the new G.I. Joe Classified Wave 1. Uh, and, and, okay, one more piece of news. Uh some more figures where i'm trying to decide if this was last week or this week because uh, it was just more pre-orders uh and i try i'm going to try and stick to gi joe news on audible interlude the gi joe podcast uh so actually yeah you're just going to have to wait for august's episode to hear about that and whatever else happens between now and then 
Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy some casual toy talk between a couple of old friends. There has been a massive amount of activity in the toy industry over the past few weeks. Like, pre-order after pre-order after pre-order has come up. Stuff has been hitting stores. Stuff has been hitting online. It's been really crazy. It's almost like, I want to say it's like they got a head start on San Diego Comic-Con stuff. But this is almost more than we see from a San Diego Comic-Con. So I don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, but the man that I wanted to talk to to break it all down was our head of research. Welcome back to the show, Ryan. It is great to be here as always. There's a lot of shit to cover. There really is. It's it is an interesting new model that seems to be happening. That we seem to be shifting from huge reveals of several waves of toys or lines of toys to smaller announcements that are constantly coming out of like three or four figures at a time. Well, it's like every freaking Friday Hasbro has some new, you know, whether it's a wave or a few pieces or whatever, just this barrage of new pre-orders. And I'll tell you this, I'm getting a little tired of pre-ordering things. I'd like to actually have some things. I was thinking the other day, I had to go back and look through all my pre-orders because I've made so many in the last you know month or two that I can't even remember what I have pre-ordered and how much money I have committed to spend right. over the next couple of months. Well, and what should be coming now? That's what I've had to take a look at. And uh, like I just got my notification for the 112 John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um. There were there were a few other things that are like you know really old because one when you're talking about one twelve stuff you know the the lead time for those is probably the longest of anything that we collect uh, except for today's big pre order that went up I, I would imagine you didn't get in on the Nosferatu I did not um, I, oh go did ahead you get it? Uh, dude I had to because the first Mezco toys I ever bought were those Silent Screamers in 2001 Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize when they first announced this that it was going to be under the Silent Screamers banner so when I first saw the head sculpt I was like man that looks just like the old Graf Orlock that they did for the Silent Screamers line and then when they actually put it up I think yesterday they gave that that sort of final tease they do before the pre-order goes up and it said Mm -hmm. Silent Screamers and I was like oh man, I'm going to have to get this. And then when the pre-order went up, it comes with the coffin. It comes with all the rats. It's got three different heads. And, like, it's, again, when when Mezco is doing something that they don't have to pay licensing fees for, they really load it up because it was, it was 112 bucks, which is the price of one of their deluxe figures, but it comes with so much extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, and I thought of this when I looked at that. What are your thoughts on this new T-shirt thing they're doing? Because they did it with Baron Benz too. Uh, I mean, look, I would imagine the T-shirt. The cost for them is is negligible. Uh, if it knocked twenty bucks off the price to not get, because I don't, I don't need T-shirts at all. Mm-hmm. I've got like a billion T-shirts. I don't really want these. Um, 
but I don't feel like the the set would be significantly cheaper without the shirt. Like I, I'm thinking, maybe it adds five bucks on the price. Right, and I've kind of wondered, like, I mean, are they using that to kind of like justify that higher price a little more? I don't know because Baron Benz and this Nosferatu come with so much stuff. Like, I would have paid this price without the T-shirt. I don't give a shit about the T-shirt, but I will say this: it's a good. Well, the Baron Benz one, anyway. It's a good shirt. Like, it's got a good fit. It's not all. Uh, it's nice material. It's not that clingy, athletic fit like it fits well but it's not like i ordered the snake eyes shirt that has repulsed did and it fits so weird like it's got a tiny neck and little sleeves and it's too long it's it's a bad t-shirt but this these are these are nice like i'll i'll wear them i don't want them because i don't need any more t-shirts but i'll wear them and i don't mind getting them now who else was in the silent screamers if they continue with this um they did two characters from the cabinet of dr caligari uh oh gosh well i think there was one more set and i can't remember what it was no maybe there wasn't all right you're gonna make me look this up i have to um it might have been those three was it now i'll say while you're looking too have you seen that with him coming out the price on frankenstein has jumped Really? Significantly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Frankenstein was one of the earlier Mezco 112s. And, I mean, you could get him for 40, 50 bucks for a long time. Um, and all of a sudden, with this one coming out, I guess people are thinking they're going to do a some sort of horror collection or whatever. And so the price has jumped significantly the last day. Now, and I'll say this for the listeners if you're going back and looking, Frankenstein, not that I ever condone this, the knockoff for Frankenstein in a lot of cases is actually nicer than the Mezco. Oh, it's interesting. the only one. Um, I think because it was an early Mezco, some of the, the fabric on the knockoff is better, um, and the body is a little more solid. So here's what the original Silent Screamers, the, the first series... And I bought the silver screen edition because I really liked that. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The washed out colors. Uh-huh. Um, the, they did uh, Graf Orlock, Cesare and Dr. Caligari, and Knock Renfield. And then wave two was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Maria from Met- from Metropolis, which I've got somewhere still, I think. And then a Frankenstein that's really crazy looking that I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, there's a silent film version of Frankenstein somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, and then a box one of the Golem. And that's it. That's everything. Hmm. So I would love to see, honestly, any of these uh, in 112.4. I'd probably be less enthusiastic about the Renfield. Yeah, but, the Metropolis, uh, that Maria, that would make an yes. excellent 112. Well, and this, looking at the Frankenstein, the Jekyll and Hyde, and the Golem, I could picture all of these in this style looking really, really cool. And then Cesare and Dr. Caligari. Like, this this is cool stuff, and I, I'm happy that Mezco's revisiting this concept. Um, So, yeah, I, I ordered it. I can't wait to get it, and it ships soon. It It's, like, it was in stock. Well, okay, 
there were two batches of pre-orders, kind of like happened with that first Gomez. Uh, if you jumped on it, they have some in stock that they're shipping out now that I'm guessing were supposed to be SDCC exclusives, like they were going to be there in stock. And then there's another batch of pre-orders that ships at the end of the year. But I, I jumped, I, as soon as I saw it go up, I, I got on it. So I should have mine sometime in the next few weeks. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I've got a... So- while we're on, do we want to continue with Mezco while we're on them? Oh, yeah, sure. What else have we got even from Mezco? The most, probably, one of the most exciting figures of the year, old Mr. Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, okay, so I'm I'm looking at my list in the other order because he's at the bottom. I did it from newest to oldest. Uh, <sighs> yeah, Christopher Reeve Superman, which my original plan, because I bought, I accidentally bought two of the Michael Keaton Batman after the 40 minutes of insanity. <laughs> uh, and you were just going to buy one of them from me. Right. Cause I, I, of course, when it came out, was like, I don't need that. Right, I don't right. need to buy more. And then I thought about it and I kept looking pictures of it and I was like, <laughs> damn it. I got to have it. <laughs> so luckily you had to. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. Um, so I had originally told you, well, Hey, just buy two of the Superman and uh you know we'll just trade and then i thought about it and i was like man i'm gonna want that superman as soon as possible to review and put up a video or whatever so we we both got to enjoy the horrors of ordering from mezco it was like a maddie collector flashback it was and what's crazy it's so funny is everybody was freaking out i mean the site was shut down for a good 45 minutes to an hour and then he continued to be up for pre-order for the next two days. Yeah, <laughs> you know he he's a great, he's a good-looking figure. I'll say that. I'll get that out of the way. He's great. I'm really looking forward to him. Well, on that it, that crystal pedestal he comes with with the interactive crystal that goes into it is amazing. It is. Would I have been happy paying eighty dollars and not getting that? Probably. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'll take it. You know, they they are going to make changes to him. One of my favorites was they didn't have the yellow S shield on the back of the cape right, when he went right. up for pre order, and like within an hour and a half or two hours, they had photoshopped it on because <laughs> I guess they forgot. Um, which you know, the big controversy on him is that smiling face, which I, people have posted side by sides, and it's pretty close to how. Um. Christopher Reeve smiles. Well, like, that, he's got kind of a weird grin. They and, should have gone with his more subtle smile, like almost a smirk that he does, uh-huh. rather than the big toothy smile, because he does look a little crazy. But I'm of, just happy to have a smiling Superman. Yeah, and I wonder too, you know, if you never bought a Mezco 112, they're a lot smaller than you think they're going to be from looking yes. at the pictures to getting one in hand. And so I could totally see it being an issue of you have zoomed in super close onto this little head. I bet in real life it looks a thousand times better, which is the case for a lot of Mezcos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, he's a great figure. He's he's going to look great with Batman. I My only big thing I still hope, I hope they shorten the cape a little bit. It's a little long. I think they will. Mezco has been very good about, especially with one like this, that, that is a pre-order that's not coming out until the end of the year. They're, they're still working on it. They're still refining it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, uh, 
let's talk about a not so good figure and I, I don't know if you saw well I'm sure you saw it I don't know how much you paid attention to it uh, Super 7's Conan oh yeah <laughs> did you take a look at I, this thing I I like was flipping through uh, one of the websites it was probably Toy Arc <laughs> and like was just scrolling down and then I passed it and I was like wait a second <laughs> scroll back up right? like, what is that <laughs> It's so damn weird. And what's funny, you know, they showed the movie figures at Toy Fair, and I I didn't really care for them in that style. If I'm going to get Conan movie figures, I'd really rather them be from NECA. Yeah. But, like, this one in particular just looks fucking bizarre. It's like a... It reminds me how they draw Vandal Savage sometimes when he's a caveman. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is really odd. The body, it's almost built, I mean, I guess it probably is built on a He-Man body. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a classics body with a realistic head, but the thing is they did that for the, the He-Man movie figure, the, the definitely not Dolph Lundgren figure, mm-hmm. and it looks fine. I don't know why this one just looks so bizarre. Okay, here it is. I'm, it took me a minute to scroll down to it because it is an older announcement. But it's that one straightforward picture with the shoulders. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> How? what? <laughs> and he looks okay in some of the action shots. Like I, Again, it's still not really the style I want for a Conan figure. But man, that one facing forward shot is just bizarre. It really is. So yeah, I I, I had no plans to get these anyway, but I just thought that one was worth mentioning because it's just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. The next thing I okay. Let's talk a little bit about Ninja Turtles. Man, they are killing it with this Ninja Turtle line. I don't buy them, but. Well, it's the, hard to resist these things. What's what's getting me is you've got NECA doing the movie Turtles that have all been phenomenal so far. Uh, Casey Jones and Raphael went up for pre-order on Walmart's website last Monday, I think. Uh-huh. And I jumped on... I, here. This was another one where people were losing their minds. I got on, ordered it, put it in the cart, bought it in like two minutes, no problem. I, like mm. it was slow, but I never got kicked out or anything like that. It just took a minute for for it to load, going from the cart to the purchase or whatever. So I was like, "Oh, that was unusually easy. Good for Walmart." Like I'm, I, it's pretty cool that they're getting it together. As much as I hate Walmart, if NECA is going to be doing stuff with them, I want it to be easy. Uh, and then I look online and look in the forums and stuff, and people are going crazy. Apparently, they got locked out or they got booted out of the site or, like, all kinds of stuff went on. Uh, and they sold out in, I don't know, I don't remember how long it was, but, like, people had a bad time on that one, and I just got lucky, I guess. But those those actually should be here Thursday. Oh, wow, I didn't know those were shipping that fast. Yeah, well, they should be in stores this week. Um, They were in, because it wasn't a, actually, I I misspoke, it was not a pre-order. They were in stock items when I ordered them. Huh. Uh, But they've still got Super Shredder, 
a Foot Soldier 2-pack and a Shredder and Splinter 2-pack coming, as well as 2-packs of the Turtles. So my hope is that I'll be able to, you know, be vigilant because the only reason I knew that the, when those were going up was following Nick on Instagram and getting freaking notifications on their posts. Uh, but I'm hoping they'll, you know, these will be handled in the same way because those are all coming up pretty soon. So for listeners who maybe skipped on the GameStop turtles, all that stuff is coming to Walmart too. They're just coming in two packs rather than single packs. Uh, and I, I can't recommend them enough. They're incredible and they're sturdy. Like, you know how NECA figures are, is sometimes you're a little nervous handling them. Uh, these these pose and play very nicely. They're, they're good figures. Um, and then on the other side of things... Oh, well, wait. And then NECA also has uh, all of the video game turtles that are still going to Target. Which look amazing. I'm not getting those. I just don't need video game figures. Yeah, I kind of wonder too. Target seems to be having distribution issues with NACA lately after that disaster of whatever they called it, where they had the street teams or whatever. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what's going on w- with that. Um, I know NECA has representatives that distribute their product in Walmart and Target. Like, they actually go in and put it on the shelves. Yeah. But it's... Like, Targets have been well-stocked, but it's with, like, really old stuff. Like, I stopped at one yesterday on the way home from work because I, I have to stop and get snacks and sodas and stuff for work. So, of course, I'm going to go look for toys, too. Uh, and they had, like, 8 million Godzilla figures. Mm-hmm. And I mean literal Godzilla figures, no other monsters, because, of course, they, they can't get the license for the other creatures. Uh, and that was, like, it. It's, it's really weird lately. Uh, Walmart has been... Surpri- at least the ones around here have been surprisingly well stocked with NECA. Like, I mean, I've seen all the Terminator and a bunch of different stuff that. Yeah, I was- yeah. I've been seeing the Evil Dead, that exclusive uh, Evil Dead two package that they've got. Um, I got the Annabelle figure from Walmart. I still haven't seen it in Target. Uh, so yeah, Walmart does seem to be doing a little bit better, and I'm hoping these turtles will be easier for people to find. Yeah, and then finally they're the Super Seven Turtles, which I was going to try and pass on because I just don't need to collect another freaking thing. But when it came out that they were updates of the toys, because uh-huh. I collected like that whole line back in the day, that that for me came between GI Joe and Toy Biz Marvel. And uh, they look so good. And that second wave, as soon as they showed uh, Mutagen Man. Oh, yeah. That that was it. So wave three was announced. It's April, Metalhead, Michelangelo, and Rocksteady. Uh, They look great. People have criticized April a little bit. But again, you got to remember, it's an update of the toy. It's not supposed to look like the cartoon April or the movie April or anything like that. It's supposed to be an updated version of that original toy April. And I, I think that's what it looks like. I think it looks good. I think that metal head looks amazing. And he's got the vac metal chest. Like he's supposed to, um, Rocksteady is huge, which is not accurate, but I want him to be huge. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm I'm good with that. So yeah, I I actually ended up pre-ordering the first two waves from Big Bad, and I ordered this new wave directly from Super Seven. I because I, I know, like you said, with the the Michael Keaton Batman, like I'm going to be kicking myself if I don't get these. Right. What if uh, what's on, I know what's on your list? Is it time to talk about your list? Oh, we can. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Where do we start? Let's start with the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, the Star Wars. Um, so, you know, Hasbro Pulse has been kind of revealing the same way they've been doing with these little videos. We've had – there's been two main ones now. Um, they did one based on the Black Series um, – only and then they did a second that was a mix of vintage collection and black series uh so on that first black series one you know the the very poorly kept secret that they were going to re-release the rebels um along with zeb and they're going to have the new face sculpts uh scanning you know it's hard like i think ezra looks better um I don't think any of them look better enough to buy new ones. Yeah, I'm not going to. Because the original, I've got all of the originals, because that's one of the things, before I kind of dove back into the Black Series, I decided I did want to get one of each of the Rebels characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, they look really good. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need them. Like, if they'd done different costumes or something, then sure. That's what I was really hoping for, or at least like a different head for Kanan, like with the mask, right, or right, something. But they are straight up re-releases. But as as um, any fan of the vintage collection can tell you, Hasbro are not into doing that sort of thing. They are not. Um, but it's good, you know. Ezra was one of the most valuable figures on the secondary market. Um, it's kind of was Commander Cody, him, and Anakin. Um, and so that's good. They kind of listened, and they're re-releasing. Uh, another big thing with that line that it will mark the change in package. Um, and it was kind of when they first revealed. You know, they've been on the red. You know, they when you look at stars black, they are categorized by the blue wave, the orange wave, the red wave, um, which is the color on the boxes. And the red wave um, has been going on for about fifteen years now. I, the red wave has gone on forever. <laughs> um, and so they are now moving towards the packaging is going to be, I mean, I guess you would call it property specific, um, where like Rebels are one color, uh, certain movies are going to be certain colors. So like all the Rebels are purple yeah. and they're doing ES, uh, Empire Strikes Back and they're all blue. Uh, and they've got new like nice character art on the sides, but they have gotten rid of the numbers. Which is going to, like, I know I'm just going to be able to look and see the pictures on the shelf, which is nice, but I've gotten so used to, like, memorizing. Yeah, I'm missing 102, 103, and 106. And, like, it also helped me, though, with waves, like, knowing if I see a wave and I see, like, 99, 98, and 96, all right, 97's not here, what is that? Yeah, right, right. But I will Um, say this, the color coding is great because I'm looking at it right now, and like you said, Rebels is purple, mm -hmm. Empire's blue, Jedi's green, Mandalorian's orange, Um, looks like Attack of the Clones, which, (laughs) (laughs) seeing Attack of the Clones figures, is yellow. Like, it will be nice to immediately be able to see which 
property or movie or whatever is on the peg. Yeah. Well, and one thing, and I mean, you've talked about the major retailers, particularly Target and Walmart, seem to now be stocking the Black Series figures on the shelf and not yeah. hanging them. Um, and so that'll make that a little easier, too, I think. Well, the- I, but see, I think the reason, because this, this packaging has a, a slimmer profile, mm-hmm. I think that's so they will put them back on the pegs. Uh, because the whole reason that they've been on the shelves is because they're trying to jam as many pegs together as they can so that wider box takes up too much space on their pegboard. Uh-huh. So I think that these slimmer, narrower packages are an attempt to get them back up on pegs. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I, you know what? It, how much wasted space was in the old packaging anyway? Like this, is, this has been a long time coming. They should have done this a while ago. But it, so I think much. it looks fantastic. Yeah, I do love watching the uh, inbox collectors whine about <laughs> the change in packaging. Oh, right, right. Messing their numbers up. Um, so, yeah, we got uh, the Rebels. Um, they're going to do a new Vader from Empire Strikes Back. You know, Vader's kind of one of those figures that probably just needs to be evergreen. They just yeah, need to yeah. constantly keep throwing him out. Um, now, I will say, I do like that there are subtle differences. You know, they are taking things into account. Like there's a difference between the Vader that came out. That's supposed to be the new hope Vader versus the empire Vader where that, whatever you want to call it, his fabric that comes in front of him. Yeah. Um, on the new hope one, you know, it's outside of the chest upper chest plate and they did put it underneath for the empire figure. So, you know, there's little things like that. They're paying attention to. Yeah. But that empire figure, man, that, that should have a removable helmet. It should. That's there. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to put out a, like revenge of the Sith one with a little Anakin head. I would totally buy that. Oh, that would be awesome. I'd be into that. You know what would be cool, and, and they would never do this because they just don't do stuff like this with Black Series? I would love it if they would do a Black Series version of that old Anakin figure that had the removable pieces with his little robot limbs underneath. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. That but, would be nice. Yeah, they wouldn't They wouldn't do that. Um, Who else did we get? Uh, so, they're going to oh, do the best so- They're releasing on. Ahsoka alongside the Rebels figures, which is cool, except it's not Rebels Ahsoka, but whatever. Yeah, I, how they aren't doing an updated Ahsoka already, I do not know. Because Hasbro doesn't like to do things like that. That is true. <laughs> and speaking of which, too, we're going to get our Beskar armor Mandalorian, who yes. you know, fans were hoping it was going to be a deluxe figure with the pram with for the child, and nope, here you go. So I, I'm, I mean, I'm still 100 percent sure we're going to get that pram somehow. Um, they're just going to milk us for more money. That's the sort of thing that I think would have been a good Comic Con exclusive, right? And well, and some I knew we talked earlier, like with Mezco, you know, we kind of think Nosferatu was probably an SDCC exclusive. Um, they've said on Pulse that they are going to release some sort of exclusive, um, and that it's going to be they're going to announce it soon. Uh, so I'm curious to see what it's going to be. I imagine it's got to be Mandalorian something i i would think so and and honestly if i had to put money on it i would say it's probably the mandalorian with the pram but who knows but i do think uh all of the various companies have agreed that they're sticking with comic-con weekend to make announcements and offer uh 
some Comic-Con exclusives. Some have already been offered, and we'll talk about one of those in a minute. Uh, but I do think they're trying to keep announcements and stuff to, to that same weekend, which is July 22nd, I think. Right around yeah, there. that's right. Yep. Um, who else do we have? We got a Camino Clone Trooper. The, the Clone Troopers, surprisingly, are... I mean, they're probably the one that people get most excited about. It seems it is that way. It is amazing how obsessed the black collectors are with the clones. And I kind of skipped over them in the beginning. Um, I mean, I definitely skipped over Cody because I was like, eh, I don't need a bunch of clones. And I'll admit, I have totally bought into it. Because when you get them like, like Bly that just came out, they are great figures and having tons of them on the shelf look amazing. Oh, believe me, um, I know. I've got tons of little three and three quarter inch ones that need to be redone badly yeah and you know cody won the fan choice for this year so he's coming back out blows my mind oh everybody knew it was going to be cody i mean he's yeah he's the hardest figure on the secondary market besides anakin um he's worth the most people have been trying to get them to re-release them forever. Now there are some people say that there's a conspiracy that they didn't let Hutzlayer Leia win because of Disney and all I'd that see, stuff. I think that's I think that's ridiculous because if they didn't want her to win, they wouldn't have offered her. Like that's stupid. Yeah, and they need to redo that stupid Leia. They came out. She's one of the first figures in the line, and she sucks. So I mean, they're going to redo her eventually. Um what else? They had a new Stormtrooper. Those are always good to put out. Um, and then they announced the second, no, third, the third wave of uh, Empire Strikes Back vintage card back figures. Um, so they'll do another Vader. They're going to update the Imperial Storm uh, Snowtrooper, um, which is the same sculpt, but they corrected the colors on it. Uh, the first one was kind of, it wasn't yellow enough um if you look at when you watch the movie the skirt and the stuff on the snowtrooper is kind of yellowish brown yeah it's not um, white yeah they didn't do that on the first one and then they'll re-release chewbacca and bespin luke without or dagobah luke without the yoda backpack and then boba fett <laughs> boba fett he he always he, sells he does and people are mad of course because everybody wants that vintage um jedi vet uh fet fet yeah they want the old one that was the what was he he's a san diego exclusive right oh that one dude i wanted that so bad oh yep. yeah that drives me crazy i i and, and they won't do it again because they don't release well, in that way hasbro has kind of hinted that they may do it and they may change the packaging or something to keep it special. Right, um, right. Because really, Luke, you know, they released Celebration Luke, X-Wing Pilot Luke. They re-released him in a box. Like, it's the same figure. Oh, it's really? It's just not on that card back. So they could do it. Um, I, I would like that very much because that's like, that's the one Black Series figure that mm-hmm. I'm sort of regularly furious that I couldn't get. And then what else they do? Oh, I was glad. Apparently they're just going to release like a case of Hoth Troopers. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll say, if for listeners, if you collect Star Wars at all, or you like action figures or whatever, the Hoth Trooper is one of the best action figures ever. Like, 
It is amazing. Just because uh, of that face? It's just... it. All of it. The sculpting on it is amazing. It gives you a bunch of options. The weapons are great. I mean, it is just one of the most solid... Every time I see it, I buy it. I'm like, I need another one. And I'll put it in my car. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's so good. Um, and it's just a generic troop builder, but God, it's a good figure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was all their Black Series kind of stuff they have announced for now. Uh, people have found listings in the systems that it looks like they're about to release a Mandalorian wave, it looks like. Um, like a clone trooper slash Mandalorian wave. Uh I mean, not Clone Trooper, uh, Clone Wars, uh, where it'll be some of the Mandalorians from the last season, season seven of the show, and some more characters from oh, Black okay. Series, or oh. from uh, the show. So that, that'll be good. I imagine that's going to be such a big one, they might save that for a San Diego-style right, type right. announcement. And then they have the Vintage Collection. Let's... Uh... You know what? Oh. We we could almost just skip over it because it's so much trash. It's not trash. That's not fair. The vintage collection. So if you if you follow toy websites at all, there's a big push right now for the hashtag Save the TVC. Um, they vintage collection fans are pissed, and they're kind of being assholes about it um they i mean they talk trash about the black series they like jedi insider is crazy about it jedi insider does like whole stories where they get all this like sales data on resale of the black series versus tvc and how tvc should be the stuff they're focusing on and blah 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 and on the last hasbro pulse they i mean they straight addressed it like somebody asked if they were going to change their sales and marketing due to internet response. And Hasbro said, yes, I couldn't believe it. Um, but I mean, really what the last, what did they show? They showed the, um, uh, Leia from Hoth. Which has the same horrible hips as the last Hoth Leia. It's just, she's got the different pant legs and the, the high heeled boots uh, and and I'm sure an updated face scan, but whatever the figure still looks like. It looks like the Chun Li from Hasbro's Street Fighter <laughs> series. It's terrible. Um, it does. I couldn't decide. I was like, is that like a just a really bad computer image of it, or is it going to look like that? It's it, man. This look. I still actively collect three and three quarter inch Star Wars <laughs> figures. But I find it hard to care about anything because it's so splintered. They don't do themed waves, so it's not like I can buy four, you know, figures from Jedi at once or four figures from like. There's no sense of completion. They're, they they showed this Chirrut Mway, which looks great, but you know what? How about doing a wave of him and some other Rogue One figures so I can feel like I'm completing something? Rather than feeling like, okay, I got him. How many years is it going to be before I get his buddy, whatever his name is? I can't remember. Yeah, like well, that figure. They put a lot of effort into it. It like, looks great. It's because it's actually a new figure instead of something with like three repainted parts and some new feet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it's it's lame. And but look, I'm not 
mad at Hasbro about it because three and three quarter inch figures are dying in the market. People don't want this anymore. And I understand there's some very loud, you know, people on the internet, but they do not make up the majority of people spending money on action figures these days. They just don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's look, I like the clone wars, Obi-Wan. I like the clone wars, Anakin, uh, I don't like that they re-released the Vintage Collection General Lando, and he still has that giant, stupid elastic strap on his cape. Uh, you know, I, I just don't quite get what they're doing with all these re-releases that you can walk into any store and see you're just clogging the pegs. I, it's, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, if you, of course, if you listen to the fans, it's because Hasbro is picking the wrong characters. And well, and I, I agree with that. If Hasbro yeah. was actually putting out, like, Cantina Aliens, or, or even Aliens from uh, Maz's Place and The Force Awakens, like, if they were doing interesting new things, I think these would be selling, but that would cost a lot more money than Hasbro seems to be willing to spend on the vintage collection. And look, I can't blame them, because like I said... Three and three quarter inches of range that just is is not in the forefront of most collectors' minds now. Right. And I would love to give Hasbro credit for this carbon freezing chamber playset, <laughs> except for the fact that you have to buy well, you don't have to buy two. That's that's a misconception. You <laughs> yeah. can you can buy two and put them together and have this massive scene that I don't have room for, so I'm probably not gonna buy it. But it doesn't even have the top piece that's, like, key to how ominous and foreboding that whole chamber is. Yeah, I mean, it literally is just some stands and a walkway. Yeah, I'm not buying... Well, that is, that's not taking up, you know, 36 inches of my shelf space. To, what am I going to do with that? What, I've, I've, what am I going to clear off my entire Return of the Jedi section just to put up these stairs? Like, And then why do you release it? with a stormtrooper as the pack and right. when it could have been an Ugnaught or yes lobot or somebody <laughs> that they haven't done and people would want yeah it's it's <laughs> and it looks look it looks incredible yeah it looks great but man it is just it's it's too big it's too much uh and i i can't I can't justify that as, as much as I love diorama pieces, as much as I love that Jabba's palace that they did. This is a whole other level of impractical purchase. Well, and I'm so surprised because I mean, that Jabba's palace peg warms, like you can get it for dirt cheap. Oh, I know the second one I bought, cause I bought a second one so I could put them together and have like a longer piece in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it for like 12 bucks, I think. I, I'm just surprised they chose to do that, to do another one. Well, I think this that... one, I believe this one is online only. Oh, is it? I don't think it's going to stores. I could be wrong about that, but but I think it's online only. That would make more sense. Which seems to be becoming a, a little bit more of a viable option for, I, that, for some of these companies. That may have to be how they move forward with the vintage collection. And that would be it's, fine. That it's a fan exclusive fan whatever they call it look go ahead and start up hazycollector.com and i'll which by the way oh i'm glad i said that because i wanted to put this over while we were talking for any of the listeners who were fans 
of Masters of the Universe Classics or DC Universe Classics, uh, Scott Knightlick, Toy Guru, has a YouTube channel now called Spector Creative, and it's awesome. Oh, it's great. Like, he he straight up is just laying it down, how everything went down. He, he's going through the DCUC and the Masters of the Universe, like, year by year, explaining the wave, so, the character selection, like, how things happened, the tooling, like... It's fascinating. Well, and one of the big things I've learned, well, one that was the first wave of DC Universe, um, Warner Brothers picked all the figures. Yes, and that you know that explains a whole lot. Well, it was that, the first. It was the first few. Wasn't it like the first five? Yeah, waves or something like that. It was a full year away. Yeah, and yeah. When they get to like wave four, he said they started to kind of trust him and let him pick stuff. Um, but I mean, it explains why Superman blue and red were so early and yes. like, yeah, it's real. One of the other things I learned that I found fascinating is the difference between a fully tooled figure versus a partially tooled. And he said something like for a partially tooled figure, it's around 20,000 bucks for a fully tooled figure. It's 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. Like, I mean, I knew there was a difference, but like the percentage difference on that is insane and i mean really explains why they don't do them as much i also uh today actually i watched one where he was talking about their ghostbusters prop replicas and it was very interesting to hear how into it sony was versus and and it's not that warner brothers was a bad partner but it sounded to me like sony was like they were sending them movie used proton packs and ghost traps and stuff like yeah we'll box them up and send them over there you guys keep them and get everything you need and send them back to us like they were really into it and really worked with mattel as business partners as more so than just licensors it was interesting so yeah that's a great youtube channel anybody who's interested in toys at all should go check it out yeah uh let's see i think that's kind of everything star wars has lab Oh, well, do we know anything, though? Well, we don't know anything except the next HasLab is Vintage Collection, um, which people were really hoping they were going to HasLab the X-Wing. Um, I'm still holding out they're going to HasLab an X-Wing for Black Series. But whatever it is, it's really big, and that's all they'll say. I mean, so. look, there's there are a number of things that they could do that I would have to get a Death Star playset would be first and foremost uh <laughs> but also the blockade runner um or a star destroyer like in, any any kind of environment like that that and i know i just complained about something taking up room on my shelves but those are a different level of toy than a set of stairs yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it would be really cool to get like a Star Destroyer with, like, the bridge and the wells and, like, an air interrogation room or something. Yeah, I mean, basically an updated version of the old Star Destroyer toy. Like, you know, I'm not talking about an entire Star Destroyer, (laughs) but uh, a playset that had the rooms and the bridge and the stuff uh, would be amazing. I'd love for to see them just redo the Ewok Village. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like that's very likely, but uh, I would be very interested to see what a 2020 Ewok Village would look like. Uh, It would be great. You know what? I put out new Robin Hood men or Prince of Thieves (laughs) figures, and you could play in it. You know what? I'd love even more 
is if they released re-released the Ewok Village as part of this retro collection. Mm-hmm. That would be great. But it remains to be seen if we'll get any kind of like vehicles or anything out of that. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, just, th- we've got a few quick bits here, probably. Uh, did you see that Mafex Spider-Gwen and Spider-Ham? Yeah, those are great. They look incredible, but they're $110, so never mind. Yep. <laughs> I would love to, I would love to have really nice figures from Into the Spider-Verse, but uh, I don't want to pay $110 for them. It's very surprising that Marvel Legends didn't hit on that. Do you think it might have something to do with it being Sony? I don't know. I mean, they put out other Spider-Man. Yeah, but see, the MCU is directly involved with that, yeah. so I wonder if the licensing is different. It might be. It might be. But, but they did... Know, well, no, they well, did... It's all this ma- ugh, Maximum Venom stuff they're doing. Well, and they did the... They did do Into the Spider-Verse figures. They were just kids, like, not good kids figures. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I feel like there's a market for that that they really missed out on. Uh, maybe they're going to save them all up for the sequel. Yeah, maybe. Let's hope we get something. Yeah. Uh, and then NECA uh, are redoing all of their Lost Tribe Predator figures that I have, I think, all of them. I, I'm honestly not positive how many Predators are in the Lost Tribe, but I don't think I need Ultimate Updates. Having said that, once I see them in stores, I'm probably going to be pretty tempted. I tell you, it makes me laugh every time how long the Predator waves have lasted versus that movie like right it's crazy how much predator merchandise still comes out well and what's great though is because of the way that license works is NECA has access to like every predator that's ever been represented in media so they just Uh keep cranking and and the thing is like you if you just sort of glance at them it's like well once you've seen one predator predator you've seen them all but that's not the case they're very different and I don't know, man. I just love buying them. I'd love to see them get into, like, 90s versions where they'd be like, it's Arctic Attack Predator. No, they have. Dude, they've done <laughs> them. Like, I've got them on my shelf. <laughs> Do they? Have they gotten that extreme? I've got a transparent red lava planet Predator. Oh, that's right. They yeah. are doing that. I've got a glow-in-the-dark uh, one. I've got the laser shot Predator with the giant uh, light-up laser cannon. Yeah, they've done all of those, man. They're now, awesome. do any of them have a backpack with a grappling hook in it? Because that will be the ultimate in 90s figures. That would be the ultimate, but I don't think any of the originals <laughs> had that. <laughs> but they should do it just to do it. Or, or do like an accessory set. Mm. Yeah, the backpack grappling hook <laughs> is, is is sorely missed. It really is. Uh, all right, so moving a little bit into San Diego Comic-Con exclusives that have come out, uh, did you see that Mr. T? I did. Were you tempted at all? Oh, I was. <laughs> I didn't know where he would go or why I needed him. But <laughs> but he's Mr. T. It's Mr. T. And what's cool about him, uh, and th- this has caused some controversy uh, but for me, I think it was a smart thing to do because now Mattel does have the license to do Mr. T figures. 
So they can release a WrestleMania 1 Mr. T. They can release a WrestleMania 2 Mr. T with the boxing gloves. Uh, you know, those can go into the regular line. Or they can do a two-pack with Hogan or a two-pack with Piper or whatever you got to do. But this one is kind of a generic mishmash Mr. T. It's not from any one specific thing. It's just a Mr. T figure mm-hmm. that appeals to anyone who knows who Mr. T is. So I, I think it was smart to do it that way. And I this was another one where I kind of just got lucky because I knew when it was going up, I was I had already signed into Entertainment Earth in my account like before it went up. And I just added it to my cart and bought it. Like, again, it was slow, but it, it didn't boot me out or anything like that. And I got it in and was like, oh, I guess that was easier than I expected. And then again, went to the forums and people were losing their minds over this thing. <laughs> now, don't you lose or use all your luck before the Hasbro Pulse Massacre occurs. That I weekend. know, right? <laughs> I, but, well, here's the thing about Hasbro, though is I don't typically care about their Star Wars Comic-Con exclusives. Um, and honestly, their Marvel Legends, I don't think I've ever... Because it's usually some big box set that I might Which... want one figure from, but really don't care about the rest, so it doesn't hurt me too bad. Right. Well, but... and the rumors this year is that there's two. There's an X-Men movie box set and an X-Men comic box set. Now, who knows what they're going to be, but yeah, and see, I don't, I, I, I don't know how I feel about any X Men movie stuff because I just can't deal with Brian Singer. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know. We'll see. My biggest concern with Hasbro will be whatever they do for GI Joe, uh-huh. because it seems that that Snake Eyes was not the Comic Con exclusive. That was just sort of a preview figure. Yeah, uh, and that they have something else planned so and and look what in the world else and we can't talk too much about gi joe because that's a different podcast but let me just say with all the gi joe stuff that has happened lately what in the world do you use as an exclusive after you've blown your load with pimp Daddy destro <laughs> i mean in the second wave or i guess the third wave all um, right anyway we got- i know we're not gonna talk much about gi joe but Oh yeah, you would. You... Do you think? And this is what I was listening to them on the GI Joe Pulse thing the other day, where they were talking about, you know, they've got some new versions of the line or whatever. With the way they do, like the Star Wars Vintage Card series and the Marvel Legend like '90 Spider Man and all that, do you think that's how they're going to release real American hero versions? So here is here is a possibility that occurred to me. Um because there are case packs of something G.I. Joe Retro shipping to Canada now. Uh-huh. Nobody knows if it's... Nobody knows what it is. It is possible, although I think somewhat unlikely, that it's like the Star Wars Retro Collection, that it's reissues of old-style 3.75-inch G.I. Joe figures. Uh, I think that's possible because it's definitely something fans would want and would buy. Um, whether Hasbro is really aware of that, I don't know. And also, you've got to consider how much more expensive that kind of figure is. Uh-huh. Uh, or, or could be. I don't know. Maybe they're not. But it seems to me like that's 
a, a different older figure technology and getting a factory to produce those now might be cost prohibitive it's not like re- redoing these five points of articulation star wars figures it's not the same thing right so what you just said is what occurred to me is that they might do the only thing is with those marvel legends figures those are mostly repaints right and you can't repaint these gi joe figures to look like the original gi that would be a hundred percent new tooling yeah it just wouldn't there people would not go for that yeah so i would be a license to print money though if they they'll get me if they do that like I stayed away from GI Joe. I've ordered one or two here and there. They put those six-inch real American hero styles out. I'll buy every single one of them. Yeah, and I, I would too. And I think, I mean, Hasbro has to know that that that's that is what people wanted. My only fear, uh, you know, despite my recent good experience getting that Raphael Casey Jones two-pack, my only fear is that such a thing would be Walmart exclusive. Right. Um, and I, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, I just don't yeah. want to. In general, I just don't want to give Walmart money. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, it's the name of the game. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get away with toy collecting without yeah. going. No, they're. I mean, they're the they're online, the biggest toy you could do it all. in the world. You could do it all online, but I just don't enjoy online toy collecting near as much. Well, and the other thing is, if it's exclusively online, I don't think the production numbers can be as big as a Walmart exclusive. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big well, difference there. And one thing I was really surprised going back to uh, Toy Guru's um, YouTube, one of the numbers he gave on one of the DC ones is that, yeah, everybody assumes that, you know, adults are the only ones collecting these and that. Oh, I, know, yeah, I saw that. Whatever. They still estimate that between 70 and 80% are sold to kids. Yeah. That number blew me well, away. Well, okay. Now, that, that's DC. Right. That was when he was running the lines. Right. I so, would bet that that number has changed significantly since then, although I still don't think collectors are anywhere near the majority. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes we, I think all collectors kind of forget that still sometimes. Yeah. Oh, we definitely do because, what you know, it's it's just, it's hard to think outside of yourself and what you want. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, why, why does some little kid want this Rebel Hoth Trooper? Come on now. <laughs> but when is the... And this used to happen somewhat regularly. When's the last time you walked into the toy aisle and some kid had a figure you wanted? Oh, God, I, mean, I can't remember the last time. Every once in a while, I have to wait patiently while they're looking at the Marvel Legends, and I'm like, all right, kid, hit yeah, the road. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you can't go loom over a kid as an adult. Like, that, yeah. is, that is not acceptable. <laughs> you don't know who Age of Apocalypse Jean Grey is. Get out of here. <laughs> you definitely don't know who that giant head is nudging her out of the packaging. <sighs> yeah, I haven't. I, those look great, but I have not bought them because Age of Apocalypse is just not my thing. Uh, it's driving me nuts. I look at them on the shelf all the time, you and I want get that. Sh- I thought you were all about Sugar Man. I am all about Sugar Man, but I can't make myself pay one hundred twenty dollars <laughs> for all those figures I have no interest in. Besides, I like Dark Beast, and I'd kind of like X Man. But other than that, that's where they're gonna I, get you. You're gonna you're gonna end up doing it. 
I'm hoping they're going to drop, that they're going to clearance, because those things are peg-warming. Nobody's yeah, buying out. They are. Oh, and, uh, real quick, before we get too far away from Star Wars, so twice now, I have found entire cases of those retro collection figures with all the Boba Fett's gone. Damn. I still got to send you that one. Yeah, I, let me... Um, it's sitting we'll, down here. Yeah, we'll. I'll hit you up after we're done recording because I, I need to get my hands on that thing. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Moving on to another San Diego oh, com. Oh, what? I did have one more Star Wars thing. That oh was yeah, go for it. So they're going to release the park exclusives. Um, oh really? Just, like yeah. the retail or uh, yeah. on Hasbro Pulse? No, they're going to go to retail. Apparently, um, now they're not going to be in the box. So like. Sure, sure. The so I have the you know Chewbacca Ray uh, Hondo set. Yeah, I've got that one too. Red Ranger grabbed it for me. Yeah, so now they're just going to release Hondo. Well, <laughs> that's like, annoying because I on, I paid way too much for this <laughs> yep. set. Although it is nice to have more Porgs. Yeah, so they're going to release that. They're going to release Cardinal whatever his name is the red guy. Um, and they're going to release, I think, just online that Millennium Falcon, the vintage collection one that's at the Disney parks. That's like five hundred dollars. What? But, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's some specific Falcon they sell there, nowhere else. But oh. they're about to release it all. Weird. So I'm a little annoyed about the Hondo figure. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll. we'll but see they had what it to put like. him out. I'm hoping they redeco him and make him more rebels. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to see him a little brighter. Yeah. He's pretty drab. I haven't yeah. even opened that box up yet. I need to. Or maybe I don't I, need to. Yeah, I'm leaving it, that one in the box. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, so the other Comic-Con exclusive was the uh, three-and-three-quarter-inch Dennis Nedry action figure in a can <laughs> of Barbasol. And it talks. And yeah, it talks, and it's, like, it's great, and... It would be neat to have, but I have zero three and three quarter inch Jurassic Park figures. As a matter of fact, the only thing I've got is the the six inch Jeff Goldblum they did, just so I could put him next to the Marvel Legends figure. Mm-hmm. And and that's where he is on the shelf, and that's yeah. where he'll stay by himself because I don't care about like I, Jurassic Park's great. I love dinosaurs, but I'm not getting into that world. Yeah, and that really like you know, there's lots of conversations about what should be an STC exclusive or a con exclusive, and you know, arguments over certain characters shouldn't be released that way. Like this is a perfect example of how you do a con exclusive. Yes, crazy packaging, um, a character that may see release at retail. Although I don't know that they're really even doing anything with that line anymore. I don't. I think it's done. But how many kids really are going crazy for a Dennis Nedry figure? Right. So, yeah, I think this is a great, this is a perfect choice. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, did you see? We're we're closing in on the end. I don't know how much more we've even really got here, but yeah. the Masters of the WWE Universe Rattlesnake Mountain Ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan. Did you <laughs> see did this see. thing? I didn't know it came with the ring, the ring too, and that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's a retooling of the ring that was well, that's still warming shelves to this day because some WalMarts just won't mark it down. Uh, 
Yeah, it's the it's the gray skull ring just repainted and with some really crappy looking snakes mounted on top of the ring posts. Um, but I do like the ladder in place of ring steps. I think that looks cool. Yeah. And that Austin, I don't know if you remember this shirt from me working at Hot Topic or not, but that one Stone Cold shirt where he had literal rattlesnakes for arms. I do remember that shirt. Like one of the worst wrestling shirts of all time is now immortalized as an action figure. <laughs> and then Hogan, with his war bonnet, uh, that I can't remember what event he wore it at, but he actually wore that helmet. Like, that's a real that's right. thing. Yes. So, I, like, I would love to have this, but I'm not paying 50 bucks for it, because I yeah. really don't want that. I, I bought the Grayskull ring when I found it on clearance, just because I wanted to have it. Uh but I'm I'm not collecting these. I don't. Now I was kind of surprised. Are we making Hogan merchandise again? Is he back yes. allowed? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the big announcements. You know, I, I haven't covered a whole lot of wrestling stuff on the show because there's a whole other podcast that does that. But one of the big, huge announcements from WrestleMania weekend is that Hogan is back in the fold, and that there is an ultimate Hollywood Hulk Hogan figure coming out at the end of the year. Hmm. Uh, and it, it's the the WWE Ultimate figures are outstanding, and I can't wait for this Hogan. So yeah, the Hogan's back on the table. Uh, so I fully expect the the next Mister T we see is going to be a WrestleMania one two pack with Hogan. Um, so lot lots of Hogan figures on the way. He he is back. They're making him again. Gotcha. Uh, let's see what else have I got in my notes here. Oh, <laughs> okay, so. I bought the Mortal Kombat spawn figure because uh-huh. I just wanted to have a good spawn figure. I I still like that character design. I've, I'm sentimental about spawn. Uh, and I bought it. It's incredible. It's the best spawn action figure that's ever been made. Uh, probably until this Kickstarter one comes out, which I didn't back because I, I just couldn't justify it. Uh, it's an, it's an amazing figure. It's, have you seen it in person? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it in GameStop a few times. I've held it in my hands. I've thought about buying it, but just didn't pull the trigger. Man, I mean, it is great. The articulation's amazing. The sculpt is amazing. It's it's a perfect spawn figure. And they're re-releasing it with an axe instead of a sword. It's like literally the same figure. <laughs> no different, not even a different, like, they could have done the hamburger head. Something. But it's just the axe, which kind of pisses me off because I would rather have had the axe because that's what he had the first time he was in a Mortal Kombat game. Uh-huh. But whatever, it's a great figure. And if, if for the listeners, like if you skipped on the first one or haven't seen it, uh, I highly recommend this figure if you're any kind of Spawn fan at all. It's great. you got to help Todd McFarlane. This is all he's got now. <laughs> he's going to drive it into the ground. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see when that movie comes out. <laughs> any day now <laughs> yeah yeah right around the corner yeah. uh I, that's pretty much all i've got have you got anything else yeah well you know we didn't talk about was the marvel legends talking deadpool head no we didn't talk about that did we which there's not much to say about it it's a talking deadpool head it's... look i think it's hilarious uh initially i was like i'm gonna want one of those and then i realized i don't want one of those <laughs> 
I don't think it's a bad idea, but I, I don't think people were right to get bent out of shape about it because, look, it's not like Hasbro said, look, we could do a way of fan-choice Marvel Legends and finally finish all the teams, or we could make this Deadpool head. That's not That choice was never on the table. Like, right. That's not how these things work. So it's fine. They can make it, and you know maybe when it's on clearance, it. Uh, what the hell? You think Geek? If yeah. That, if that place still exists a year from now, you know I'll get it for twenty five bucks, and that'll be fine. <laughs> but mm. uh, yeah, I mean it's it look for what it is, it looks brilliant. The way that it moves and everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. If you wanted if you wanted a talking Deadpool head, I think you're going to be so satisfied with this product, you're not going to believe it. You're going to take it to bed with you. You're going to keep it on top of the refrigerator. You'll bring it into work. You're going to be so happy with this talking Deadpool head. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. Yeah, we all know the type of person that wants that thing. And if you visit them and they have it, you are going to hear all the phrases. <laughs> I feel like we're fortunate that this is, I don't know how I want to phrase this. Well, it wasn't even going to be out by September, though, was it? Because my thought was there are going to be like 50 people walking around Dragon Con with this thing. You're not going to be able to get away away from it. Oh, yeah, because all you got to do is put a propeller on it and it's head pool. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the, the, there is, well, needless things won't be at Dragon Con. No. But I've got a very strong suspicion that nobody's going to be at Dragon Con. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the Deadpool head will 100% not be at Dragon Con. Because <laughs> I don't think it's out by then. I think it's a holiday item. Although those people are so obnoxious, there will probably still be people dressed as Deadpool at those hotels that weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're probably right. Well, at least they'll have masks on, unlike 90% of the American population. That is true. Uh, so I think that's about it. Looking ahead, uh, what, out of the stuff that you've pre-ordered, is there any one thing that's kind of the top of the heap, the thing you can't wait for, even if it's an older pre-order, like one of the older Mezco things? Oh, it's Zeb. I mean, Zeb has been such a hole in Star Wars Black for years now. I cannot wait to finally have him. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about Zeb. I think... If I if I had three hours to scroll down my entire pre-order list, I think the one thing that would be my, my steadfast, can't wait to have it, never would cancel, is that Michael Keaton 112 Batman. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for that thing to show up so I can open it up and, and just see what they've done with it. Yeah, I'm envisioning myself like sitting there for like an hour just playing with the eyes, moving them back and forth, however yes. that's going to work. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice. Well, cool. We've got a lot of stuff to look for. We already know about a lot of stuff to be excited about, but we've got even more stuff to look forward to across the rest of the year. I think there's a good chance a month from now we'll be getting back together to talk about whatever San Diego Comic-Con, the, the virtual con, whatever they're calling it, ends up being. Uh-huh. Uh, but until then, uh, it's good talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on the show and talking toys. Yeah, great as always. Later, man. So here I am talking about wanting toys in hand as opposed to more and more pre-orders. 
And it is 8.35 p.m. on Thursday, and the USPS tracking app tells me there are three packages that should be here in my hands right now, and they are not. Uh, One of them is the Casey Jones and Raphael 2-pack from Walmart. One of them is Prince 1999 on vinyl from Target. Uh, but I, I, I think I went through my trials and tribulations trying to get a copy of Purple Rain a few weeks ago. And this time I just said, forget it. Uh, just order it from Target, whatever. Not from Amazon, though, because Amazon sends records in freaking bags. Uh, and then the other one is a magnet from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Uh, none of them are here. All of them should be. Actually, the magnet should have been here Monday. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I've actually been having pretty good luck with USPS for the past, well, well, while all of this has been going on. This is the first real uh, delay issue I've had. So I guess I should just chill out and give it another day or so. Uh, You guys, like, subscribe, share. Those are the magic words. Do it here. Join the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group where you'll get to vote on stuff. Uh, go over to YouTube, find Needless Things, the channel, check out the toy reviews. I'm working on a big project for that that I'm a little nervous about because it has to be just right. And I got to figure out exactly how to make it just right. I, I don't want to just do it and be like, okay, this works. This is good. It's got to be good because I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.